Greetings and welcome to a very special edition of the Synaptic Radio Podcast. I am Randy Brown, your host, and joining me here in the illustrious Synaptic Empire Studios, we have... Hi, I'm Chris. Hey. <laughs> Chris Logan, you know Chris. You know Chris. He's also known as Roland. Right. From time to time. That was the guy that won't buy the Sex Pistols record. Right. Uh, you also know him from uh, many, many episodes of Rock, Rock Strikes 10. Most notably the the death episodes. So Fallen. Just we call it Fallen. The Fallen. Uh, used to be used to be back in the day. The only time I ever talked to Chris on the phone was if somebody died. Right. <laughs> uh, 2016, we just ended up talking on the phone pretty much every day. So, but um, <laughs> not to not to make fun of death. Anyway, we've got a very special episode for you today. Maybe even a couple of episodes. Uh, we are going to uh, talk about and look at the brand new three day old songs of experience, the new U2 record. There in, we go. In our hands for about 48 hours, honestly. Yep. I've listened to it about three times, four times all the way through. Yeah, I'm about... And uh, we're going to... about four. We're going to go through and uh, talk about what we liked and what we didn't like, and we're right. going to go track by track. A nice audio review. There you have it. Nice audio review. So, if you're just joining us, thank you very much. I'm glad that you're here. And uh, if it's your first time, thanks for finding us. And uh, I hope you'll come back after this because I know a lot of people out there like to like to just dogpile and kick you two as much as they can for really no reason at all. Uh, oh, they put a record on my iPod. Blah 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 blah. They're on my <laughs> iPhone. No, that was Apple. So Apple, get off them. Apple it bought it. It wasn't them. They're the ones who did that. Yeah, Songs of Innocence not the greatest record. No. In hindsight, some there's some good stuff on there. But, Definitely, but as a whole. Not a uh, not my favorite. Still anyway, would have been a good tour to see. It would have. So that's why we're going to see it in uh, experience part of it. I guess exactly. coming yep. up in Nashville. In Nashville. Yep. May twenty sixth. So all right, we're going to go ahead and kick this off. First track on the record is "Love Is All We Have Left," and uh, we're going to listen to it with you, right along with y'all. So we're all in the same journey here, right? Kind of. Kind it's a of. musical journey. We had originally. It is a musical journey. <laughs> Larry will never live that down. Never. Um, you know, we'd originally talked about trying to do like an, a, a first listen, but uh, and have us give our genuine reactions to each song on the first listen. But logistically, it yeah, was logistically, a it was yeah, it wasn't gonna. But I mean, this is still going to work out. I, you so. know what? I think after having it for the amount of time, we're still giving really a fresh perspective on it as well. Too. Probably so. So. Probably so. So, all right, here My you go. needle hasn't moved too much on the record since I first made my first listen through it. So. Right. Gotcha. All right, here we go. Track one Love is All We Have Left by U2 here on the Synaptic Radio. Nothing to stop this being the best day ever Nothing to keep us from where we should be I wanted the world But you knew better And that all we have is immortality And love is all we have left A baby cries on a doorstep Love is all we have left Love and love is all we have left You argue cause you can't accept Love is all we have left Now you are the other end of the telescope Seven billion stars in the So many stars, so many ways 
that's a too bad of an opener myself i like it i like that sort of album sort of cohesion that uh that bands will do with a you know kind of a soft opener into into a a much more bigger song maybe like a declaration by the alarm or like that's the only thing i can think of at the moment (laughs) see and for me i'm i'm I'm, i wanted something a little bit more up front from them so as far as a uh a track that's kind of a soft open for them uh, and looking back at who produced that certain track, he had worked with Lamb before, in in the past. Basically, right. it was all, it was all of his work, his pro- production work anyway. But I I like it. I like the song. Um, I think it's kind of misplaced in the order of it. But at the same time, you know, it's it's not altogether anything that that I'm going to tell you that's that's wrong with the record. Not right. All. Not at all. I was I, I was just hoping for something a little bit more kicking it off. Right. They they needed I think they needed something to be a little bit more punchy. Right. Well, maybe we get that with the with the second yeah. song. Maybe and, the second song comes right. in and you know proves that the softer opening right is uh, is it, it's uh, it, I don't know I haven't listened to the record yet. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know I think that's that's the initial ideal. Honestly, right of of what they were going for because it, it it it's a short track. It's like what two yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's not not terribly. Long. It's not taking a lot of you know. So it's definitely type of an intro type yeah, of track. It certainly is. It certainly is for sure. All right, I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about why would Edge be auto tuned. That's because that's <laughs> that's. I mean, you've got two of uh, in my opinion. Two of the great voices that play off one another, right? Yeah, in all of music, yeah. Why would you? Why would you take Edge basically out of the song? Oh, right. And that that confuses me a little bit too. I, I'm not sure why. By, by Beyond saying it up, or somebody, as I think yeah. Leah said, who do they think they are? Share, ha ha ha. ha, ha. <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, but her 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 opinions are valid. Yeah, I would never say that. But at the same time, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't understand why they would fall to the auto-tune, um, auto-tune kind of, I don't know, it seems like new candy, new candy for them to play with. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right, so there you go. Overall, overall Overall, you know, I give it a B minus. Yeah. I like it as an opener. Are we doing it with stars? No, we're not doing it with stars. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's a, I think it's a good opener. Yeah. I just wish it didn't have that auto-tune in it. Uh, okay, so let's see. Next song, we've got Lights of Home coming up. You know, track two. We're going to see if they kick it up a notch from... Uh, Rolling Stone's number from, three song of the year. I think. Really? I think so. I thought they ranked the record number three, period. It was... Before, according to Consequence of Sound. Right. Who... Yeah, they, they poo-pooed yeah. all over it. But they poo-poo all over everything. They, well, they're I mean, stupid. You know. It's literally... I, I'm sorry. You, if you can't put things into perspective of... And we'll, we'll probably get on this closer. We got, we got closer, lots of, yeah, we got lots closer of space to, the, to, to the end. But yeah. you can't put things into perspective on a, I on think a band was, that's been around for 30 years then shut up. I'm pretty sure that years. Rolling Stone ranked, ranked this particular song up pretty high in their top 50 songs of the year. So right. considering that I had not heard the song at that point and they had already put out that, <laughs> that list, I thought, oh, well. Yeah. So here okay. we go. Well, right. it's Rolling Stone. Let's see. Here we Let's go. Let's see here. Lights of Home. You too, right here on a very special Synaptic Radio. Lights of home. 
two there here on the synaptic radio podcast that is lights of home from songs of experience from the new u2 record i like that song i, I love like it. it i love that song i think it's a good one I, I i do too i think it starts out you know just with that this little you know like a, i think i was saying like sort of the stonesy riffy thing going on right and then about the three minute mark it totally changes and turns into like a like a Sergeant Pepper, kind of right, heavy melodic, you know, little little trippy within a sense. I love this track though. I really love this track. I look forward to seeing this one. Up, they pull this one out live. Maybe and like a. Uh, it was a number five song. I was wrong on the uh, Rolling five. Stone number five. Uh, could we have a? I mean, you know, to, to refer a song that probably most people didn't listen to, uh, "Hell Below Stars Above" by the Toadies. Yeah, the title track of yeah. their. Love them, but yeah. they're very poor selling. 
Yes. <laughs> so yes, it was. Follow up yeah. to, to Rubberneck. Really great record, though. Yeah. If I can plug another record here. And, uh, which I always thought that, that speaking of that record, with it coming out at the same time like as uh, the Elevation Tour, Yeah. I always thought they should have slapped them on like the beginning. Oh, like... I thought it should have been here to PJ Harvey. Oh. Toadies. Yeah. Since they were all on Interscope at that point. It would have made sense. It would have made total sense. But, you know, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm not making the big bucks in the yeah. record industry. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a free podcast. <laughs> you know, because I think... Because I think... Because we couldn't pay for this kind of... Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. But if he, if you want to pay for this, let me know. I'll let you... I'll yeah. let you pay. Email at randybrown.randybrown.com. Or the synaptic one at right. gmail.com. That's the other one. That's a yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's a it's a it's a pretty cool track. I love that I don't track. Know, I don't know how much I like it as a second track coming in after the sort of subdued opener. Okay. Um, like maybe there could have been a better track to okay. to come in with the, for that. Okay, so we've we've come in. We've got the we've got the opening of the record, and then. Sort of yeah, like moody. Get, yeah, let's get that, something a little more peppy. Okay. Going. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be, you know, something on this record that I think would be better in that right. slot. I guess we're going to find out. Finding out the real estate. Wow. The, well, and the the sequencing for this record is just it, it. I mean, it works. Right. Way better than I think. Songs of Innocence. Right. And there, there is a uh, if you get the deluxe. Right. There is a. Uh, uh, St. Peter's string version of Lights of Home. Which is really that, good. Which is really good. We're not really going to touch much on the the bonus tracks. The four bonus tracks that yeah. come on the, the deluxe version. I think out of the bonus tracks, it's probably my favorite one, though. Right. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. When we get there. When we get to, <laughs> when we get to the, the 13th track in the next episode. We'll... So sit tight, kids. Right. We've got, we got, we got a long time to go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, all right. So... Here comes a song that we've all already heard. Uh, it was one of the first three singles. These, I think it was the second one. Oh, okay. Because I think we heard it? the... No, it was the third, actually, because I think we got... We got a... Uh, so messed up these days. Yeah, we got the little things that give you away that, that they were doing, actually, on the Joshua Tree tour right, on certain yeah, dates. Yeah, And then the Blackout. Right. But I think right at the exact same time as the Blackout, we got uh, You're the Best Thing About Me. Yeah. Um which is, a, I don't know. Let's. Uh, I was going to try to do some commentary on it, but <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not just listen to it right now? So here you go, track three from Songs of Experience. This is "You're the Best Thing About Me." When you look so good, the pain in your face doesn't show.
I honestly believe that should have been the second song. Okay. The little peppier uh, from the... Uh, I think it's peppier than Lights of Home. Yes. If you, I think you've really switched the two, you get a better flow of the record. Just, okay just my that. thought. I'm okay just with my that. Thought. I wouldn't uh, be upset with that. Overall, uh, another solid track, I think. Very solid. I think it's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I quite... I don't one. know that I was quite sure first couple of listens whenever it was, you know... Just a video that you could watch on. Yeah, the lyric video or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it came out yeah, right about the same have... time as Blackout. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what, I, what I did like is, uh, one, no auto-tune on Edge. Right. Also, you get um, Bono's phrasing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Is so much better here as in the la- from like the last couple of records. Yes. Where he's been just way too wordy. And uh, I think Edge has jumped in, maybe, or maybe whoever is producing has jumped in and said, "Yeah, hey, let's not put so many syllables in to, and let's still convey the same yeah. thing that you know, like with yeah. the uh, uh, you're be- you're the best thing that ever happened to boy, right? Instead of you know, you're, you're the, the best, best thing, thing that, that ever happened to could this have boy. ever happened to an Irish right. lad boy, <laughs> which is which seems like what would have been on Songs of Innocence or even on." No line. It, probably, it, I think that line would have almost. Been. It almost seems more like Irish Street, right? You know the yeah. Ha, ha, you know, happen a boy, right? Yeah, happen well, a boy. I, mean, I spent a lot of times on the Irish Street. I, well, you know, you may you may have. I have not. Uh, nor I. Have I. Not. Favorite band though. Well, yeah, yeah, Favorite but I band. mean, I've never, I, I've never I, gone. I think over. it's more natural. It's a more natural way for them to. Do the lyric, yeah. I think it's more natural. Yeah, I, I like it. Great song, love it. Doesn't 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 mess with the uh, with the flow and the groove. Nope. And that's a uh, that's to me that's the most important thing. I don't. I right. just want to hit. I want you to hit a groove. I don't want you to go. I guess that's what like really bothered me about. And I talked about this on a, a couple of shows back when I played uh, Tears for Fears, and I talked about the show that they did with uh, uh, Hall and Oates. Oh, right. That we went to. And uh, Hall and Oates, Weird great girl. show, right? But it works if you look at it like if you go, okay, they both had so many hits from the same time frame. Yeah, it, it works right. in that way. Um, you know, uh, but Hall and Oates, you know, they they kind of showed off a little too much. Okay, I thought, or they would drop out, like the guitars would drop out in the middle of like a hit. Really? You know? Yeah, and then they would come back in. You know, which is always which is great musicianship, and I'm right. not going to take that away from him right. for that. But at the same time, it killed the groove of the song, right? Or you know, or like the, the keyboard would drop out, or something, you know, you know, one of those things that really great musicians do and that they kind of show off and do. Yeah, um, I can completely just drop and just pick up right, right back up. Right. Yeah. So, so all of that to say, the phrasing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. it's not you know it's not obstructing the groove. Right. Uh, so I've gone off on another tangent about something, <laughs> something completely different. But I mean, it, it's still a great song. Yeah, it's all it's, it's all a still great music. Song. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why we're all here, right? Yes. Music. Dilly dilly. <laughs> dilly. Yes, yes, Mr. Budweiser. Yes. Although you're drinking Miller Lite. Yeah. Well. So yeah, to steal to steal from uh, Michael Butler's Rock and Roll Geek Show, we're gonna oh. take a sip of this fine Shiner Bock. There you go. Not a Tecate. Although, I'm, the seven of you out there, if you're not listening to the Michael Butler Geek Show, or Rock and Roll Geek Show, yeah, maybe you should. Because I know there's it's seven people list. out there. It's on my list. I hit it every once in a while. Yeah, see, there you go. You there know, you go. You know. Uh, so there we go. Glug, glug. Fantastic. Oh, and also, Iron Maiden Koozie. So, being very all-inclusive here. Very. <laughs> All right, I'm so coveting, I'm coveting it from afar. That's right. So yeah, you're the best thing about me. Track three, good. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right. Take a that, minus. Take that consequence of sound. A. A. Big A. All right. Uh, track four. Get out of your own way. Not to be confused with go your own way. Complete with Matt. <laughs> little little distance of time, but a little distance. You of know, time. but here we go. All right. Let's take a listen to this one, and we'll see. What we think. Let's go. Fantastic. Right here on the Synaptic. Yeah. 
Track four off of the new U2 record, Songs, Songs of, of Experience. Inno- I was about to say Songs of Innocence. Uh, I've said that for so long. Yeah. Waiting for Songs of Experience to come this out. Is, well, this record's like four years in the making, right? Seemingly. Right? Seemingly, yeah. Quite a quite a bit of time. Yeah. Please bear with me. We have been, we've literally been trying everything to try to get the audio correct on this. So if it gets hot here and there, I apologize so much. We've been... Uh, it's my fault. Fiddling with everything, but the conversation's been so good, we haven't wanted to scrap anything. <laughs> uh, you know, because we're, we're talking about... Electromagnetic fields and... Yeah, I mean, so please pardon. Please, please pardon. The Van, uh, the Van Allen belt. So, yeah. Pulling, pulling back the curtain on the wizard. Yep, there you go. On the wizard. So, yeah, so get out of your own way. Good track. Another, another good track. I love this track. So that's four for four. Yes, it does partially contain my only complaint about the record, where right. where it's about poor editing, because at the very end, we have Kendrick Lamar show up with his spoken word part, and I love Kendrick, right. and I, I don't think I've not been any shy about, about that at all, but um, Kendrick Kendrick's part is, is you know, it's... It's it's good, and I think it's an integral part of the song. But then, if you just track four, then it just kind of clips off. Right. And then the rest of his piece can be found on our next song, on track five. So if you just right. went to track five, you're getting just a clipped off part. Of so you're saying in 2017, 2017, we're, we're doing a poor job of tracking yes. a record. 
Kind of like, kind of like in 1986 there when the go. original, <laughs> the original version of Rain and Blood came out by Slayer, and for some unknown reason, right, they they tracked Raining Blood at, right. you know, towards the middle part of the solo, right, of of Postmortem, uh, which doesn't sound right. I mean, obviously no. that should, that record should be right. you know right at the. The beginning of the rain and the thunder and all yes. that coming yes. in. Which, if you don't have that record, highly you recommend need, you it. You need to get it. You yeah. need to get it. Get it before you get. Never mind the bullocks. You should buy both. No. You should buy both. You would should you own re- both. Would you recommend Rain and Blood before? Never mind the bullocks. Slayer being my number two favorite band behind U two. The so band, that's that's the current a yes. subject. The that's current, a yes. current topic. That's a yes. But do I think that you need to hear? Okay. Never mind the bullets. Semantics. First. Semantics. I mean, yeah. you're being. And then, and then you have to put, put never mind the bullets into perspective as not trying to judge it versus today's version of punk versus, okay. you know, <laughs> all that. And that's that's for a whole different Shiner Miller Light Shiner 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 sort of conversation. Miller Light. We're only four songs in. Dilly dilly. <laughs> Evidently dilly dilly. Evidently, do it. But yeah, I can I, no. absolutely. The, the the tracking on that is poor. Um, if you're trying to look at it in separate tracks, as we are here, and you're going to see with this next track, which is American Soul. I didn't even have to look at uh, right at the record. No, that. you don't have to. So fortunately, yeah, with my poor eyes with and your poor eyes, really small, odd. Well, I would have told you anyway that and the next song is American Soul. I think Kendrick Lamar's part should have just started with American Soul uh, yeah. to keep keep that that uh, continuity. I think he's more fit to be part of that song than the end of uh, Get Out Get Out of Your Own Way. Well, okay, but then how do you feel about it making a record fully in its entirety cohesive by having that join those two songs? Well, if, if what you're talking about eliminating the barrier between what we know as four and five, yeah, and dropping the five part and just having yeah, say it like almost... say like when you first got music for the masses, okay, 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 when you first got Depeche Mode music <laughs> for the masses, but and all of those songs seem to just flow into one another, right? They did, uh, you but, know, but but see, and that added cohesion. Do you think this adds cohesion? Because I'll tell you what, the first time I listened to the record, I felt like it was a lot of B sides. Well, I thought it was a lot of really good, solid B-sides put together, and I didn't feel a cohesion. My my music for the masses worked because you're just working instrumentally into each song, mm, okay. and and not not lyrically into each song. So you can go from that <laughs> that sort of Depeche Mode that. 1986 Depeche Mode drony thing, right? And then you know, pop in with your your massive, boom, dun, you know, okay. Strange Love keyboard, dun 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 dun, you know. Yeah, how's yeah. that? Dun 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 dun. I always hate it when people yeah, do that. Yeah. You're like, I did it once. Yeah, that's good enough. Yeah. But uh, okay, instrumentally, it it flows perfectly. Right. But whenever you start messing lyrically between two different songs, two completely different songs with two completely different mm-hmm. feels to them, I think that 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 messes it up a well a lot in this case for me. Right. But well, what think, if you had the LP and you weren't really paying attention? Oh, that's a great. That you know, if if you have the LP, then you know. Good you know, for kinda, you. It's kind of how... I hope your Crosley enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like, uh, for me, on the Joshua Tree. Right. How I had the LP for so long before I got the CD, mm-hmm. and the end of, uh, the beginning of Exit to me always yes. sounded like the the, the ending part of... Of Mothers? Not Mothers. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Um, oh, for the love of God. One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill, yes. There we go. That 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 was <laughs> that guitar <laughs> slide that and then you and then you had and then it came in back in with the oh great ocean right right and yes. that sounded like a perfect because then that goes in that sounds like an intro directly into that bass line right into arguably the best song on the record Dude, most was, overlooked song on the record I, I think it was most overlooked yeah and probably the 
the biggest burner that whenever we saw yeah. them oh, perform it. Lord. I, I, I hope I hope they get the feel from that song and incorporate it into their sets more in the future. I hope so. Because I hope that so. song was an absolute scorching song. Yeah. They did it so well. I I, I wanted to see it. I, I could watch them perform that song, you know, a week straight. Yeah. For two hours. Probably. And and be and be totally cool with it. I can go with that. Yeah. I can go with that assessment. So alright. With all of that, here's American Soul <laughs> track five. Uh, for the first the first uh You're gonna hear Kendrick segment yeah. of our uh Here's Kendrick. Songs of Experience. Yes. Chat. Songs of Experience. Yes. Songs of Experience. Not Innocence. Right here on the Synaptic Radio. Blessed are the bullies. For one day they will have to stand up to themselves. Blessed are the liars. For the truth can be awkward.
Track five, American Soul. I like. You like, I like it. it. Why do you like it? I think it's a. Uh, man, it's a real it it. It's a rocking tune on this record, and they they needed something with a little bit more teeth to it. Think so? They're older. You know, this is about as teethy as they're gonna get. It's not a. I'm gonna say it's not my favorite song on the record. And that's could know. be could be actually my least favorite song on the record. Ooh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I like it all that. All that much. Ouch. Okay. Uh, that said, uh, I think that it's. Uh, I think it's still better than, ten of the eleven tracks on, <laughs> Songs of Innocence. Right. Uh, the one being Raised by Wolves. Right. Raised by Wolves. That's one of the. Yeah. That'll be one of their their later career, highlights, for sure. Certainly a strong, very strong song from them. Yeah. Now I I, I like this one. I I think that they were trying they were trying to go for, something to to capture that sort of Americanized feel for them. Right. That was groove, really groove oriented. And I, I, I think they hit, they, they hit it on all cylinders on that, that track. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's anthemic. I mean, it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's definitely anthemic. It's definitely U2 anthemic. Uh, Whenever you see know. it in Nashville, Right. Well, and also you said you saw it last night on SNL. I saw it on SNL, and, and I still haven't watched it. It's on my DVR. It so. was it was good. It was, but they're working with such a small space. I think this song is something that needs a large arena type setting to really, really bring it. Right. Bring the message of that. You know what they're what they're trying to convey through it. I'm Which, sure. That, I mean, it's just. I, mean, I I I think it's just a, a, a solid song for them. I think it'll be paired probably with, uh, the prior track. Yeah, live, probably. Probably yeah. with your your if your if, Kendrick. If yeah, if I have my fingers crossed, then you know, on all of it, then with Kendrick maybe opening up some of these shows. Right. This this maybe next year. Maybe he'll come out just to do that, that one little part. Yeah, I mean that would be. I would freaking lose my lose my mind, honestly. Aside Did you from, have the you you have your finger on the pulse of the kids? Yes, I love Kendrick. I love Kendrick Lamar. I think he's great. I might even I get a not. Kendrick Lamar shirt. I do not have my finger on the pulse of the kids. Well, as as I I posted the other day on on the Synaptic Empire right. Facebook page, which if you're not a friend of the Synaptic Empire and you don't like it, you should go you go should like go, it, go like it. Where I talked about the uh, just kind of a observation that I obviously do not have my finger on what the kids like because the Grammy nominations came out and I literally, oh, right. I, I did, I literally did the old man. Oh Who is that? Right. I didn't like, well for, for pop rock for like right. the pop, the pop noms and all that. I'd have to go back I, and I look and see. Not a, not a clue. Really? Yeah. I was like, okay, I know Jay-Z. What but what I, mean, I thought was funny was some of the the early reviews. There there were some there was somebody, uh, maybe it was the enemy guy that that pissed all over this record. But he just he was pointing out a couple songs that he said Bastille could have done, and I'm like, right, Bastille wouldn't be around if these guys weren't here. So True. somebody tried F? to throw out somebody tried to throw out the other day that such and such sounded like a Coldplay song, and I'm like. Coldplay bought everything that they right. they, they have from right. this band. Yes, absolutely they from this band. So years you ago. can't no. you can't say that U two sounds like Coldplay no. or is trying to sound like Coldplay because right. they wrote the book. Right. And Coldplay, yeah, Coldplay bought that book like right. seven times over. Yeah. How to sound yeah. like U two? They still haven't turned it into the library. They're they're overdue. <laughs> They're overdue. They owe somebody. Somebody needs to go take that book away dollars to the library. Yeah, so. more than that, probably. How many records have they made? Too many. Gotta hate Coldplay. And you do. I hate Coldplay, and I hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But you know what? We're not here to talk about what we don't like. We're here I to talk about what we're we like. We're here to talk about what we do like. What we do. And like. I like American Soul by the U two. And it's not. And it's. A minus from you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go C plus. Ooh, C plus. We'll see how I like it live. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Take a take a drink of this here fine mm. Shiner Bach. Made in Texas. Made in Texas. Shiner Texas. Shiner Texas. There you go. All right. Next, next up. up.
<laughs> Next up, we have Summer of Love. Um, I don't know. The name doesn't really say too much, but we'll see. Let's see. We'll see what you think, too, here on the Synaptic Radio. <laughs> It's a, I think it's a nice little track, and honestly, I kind of, uh, yeah, I kind of like the the older, not trying to force rock YouTube. I like, I like just the, here we are. This is what we do. We're making some nice, smooth adult alternative. There you have it. It's pleasant. Fair it's enough. enjoyable. It's not offensive. It's not bad. It's not offensive. It's not bad. It's not. It's not for me. I will. I will honestly. I will take. It's my least favorite song on this entire record. Okay. It, it's, I can it, understand. It, that. It, it's. It. It's just. It. It. It's almost like. Eh. I. Fr- I thoroughly believe, like in all music and all art and everything, you should either right. you should have a reaction. Right. Uh, but my I. <laughs> I'm so biased with my love of this band right yeah that if i don't hate it i'm thrilled right <laughs> if it's if it if it's just a kind of not not like say like the uh the original version of ordinary love which i thought was just kind of meh yes i think this is pleasant it doesn't really make me feel a lot of emotion but it's pleasant because so that's fine with that your your initial going back to ordinary love real quick yes i was very uh 
about that. Yeah, which is a, a very nice bonus track. Which the bonus track, I, I'm is more than happy. Much more robust. And I like it way fulfilled. more than any version that I... That was on the Mandela soundtrack, right? Yeah, it was on the... I've got the 10-inch over there yeah. that I paid way too much for on yeah. Record Store Day. Yeah, so, yeah. I would trade, I'm, in, I'm, I would trade it for a, for a blackout 12-inch. I'm, I'm much happier to have this version of Ordinary Love. Yeah. This song, Summer of Love... C minus skip. I don't so we flip flop. I don't, yeah. I'm you. I, I, you don't like Summer of Love that much, and I don't really care for uh, for American, American Soul, Soul that much. That's fine. So okay. The I the, see where we are. The tree of you two will still blossom. Would that be bloom. the Joshua tree yeah. Yeah. of you two? Yeah. Okay. Does it look like a Joshua? No, it doesn't. Terrible joke. I apologize, listeners. <laughs> And again, though that 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 does stand. If you have a if you've got a blackout twelve inch, I will, right. tra- I will trade you my ordinary love ten inch. Yes, that uh, that has a B side of like a different version of breathe, which oh my god, <laughs> what a what a bonus, what a bonus. One of my least favorite songs from No Light on the Horizon, which was also the opening track of that show. God. And oh man, you talk you want to talk about. I want to talk about like the worst bookends ever for me was on 360 with breathe opening right and a uh, uh, moment of surrender moment closing. of surrender at the close and then like we it's, finally we finally get moving into the show and then like fourth or fifth track was was right. fifth song was mysterious ways I was like right. come on guys what yeah. are y'all doing to me here yeah mysterious ways we're we're we're, we're getting into tour stuff now that. Yeah. We really are. We're still talking. At least we stayed somewhat on topic. We did too on that one. Yes, it's, it's still still, still, you, still least, talking about YouTube. Still at least YouTube talk. So it's all part good. of the YouTube so, yeah, so community. Summer of Love. I give it a thumbs up, and you give it a I, thumbs I, middle. I, yeah, no, I'm 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 barely middle. It's it's pointing a little bit more. Ooh. Yeah, I I just don't need this song on the record because what's next? Next. Uh, well, some people would say that this is aptly titled, I don't know, Red Flag Day. And this is actually going to be the last song of this of this episode. Right, okay. We're going to take a little break. Good. We so should. This is, this is track seven, Red Flag Day. Let's take a listen, see what we all think. Yes. And please, by the way, if you have some thoughts, and, and seriously, the peanut gallery, I, I don't need to hear from you. I know. I know. People don't like you two. AV Club, and I don't. Out. I don't need to hear from you. That's great. I you two sucks. You two hasn't been good since they did this. You two didn't do this. You two blah 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 blah. I, I don't care. I, I get it. I get your your quote unquote arguments on why you don't like them. Uh, just keep them to yourself. I see it enough. We all see it enough in every single comment thread that anybody ever posts about you two. Great. Cool. If you have some actual comments about the record, though, please email me, thesynapticone at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. So here we go. This is the last last song that we're going to play on this episode, Red Flag Day, right here from Songs of Experience.
last night The one word that the sea can't say You know, listening to it just now, uh, I think it stood out more to me than yeah. it did like on my first few listens of the record. Uh, and I think we actually were kind of talking a little bit during the song. Uh, if, if there was like a, a VIP content of, <laughs> of the Synaptic Radio, then you would you, we would have recorded that. You could have heard it. And, right. But, oh, wow. What great insight. Um, <laughs> but there isn't. So uh, maybe one day, maybe one day. We'll, we'll start Patreon. charging something. It's a Patreon account. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. But you know what? We, we were talking about how it kind of, uh, it kind of, with the edge coming in during that, it kind of harkens back a bit to like war era. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Maybe it, maybe it's not as raw. It's a little more polished, which is why War is not my favorite U2 record. Right. Because it's, I don't, I always hate when the band decides, hey, we need to go make a raw like a raw rock record. No, we we don't want you. We don't want, we don't want you to produce this record, really. Yeah. yeah, just engineer it, right? And make a sound. Just make sure the levels are cool. Yeah, something, <laughs> something to that extent. But you know what? I, yeah, this one it definitely felt probably one of the very few harkens back yeah. to it, it, to that, it, which then further makes me mad about the the auto tune. Yeah, on at the <laughs> beginning of the record. Yeah, because you know this, they don't necessarily. I don't think this is a band that has to use modern technology no. or should use modern technology to try to timestamp something. Kind of like how, uh, to an extent, like how Metallica for St. Anger, they said, no guitar solos. Nobody's doing guitar solos now. Oh, and so there's no guitar solo. Not that that's the reason right. that record's bad. Right. I mean, we all, know, we all know that record's bad just, just because of... Just because. Of, uh, oh, my God. What's... Uh, who produced? What's the re- oh? It was Bob Rock. It was Bob Rock, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Bob Rock. But uh, the re- the recording that record's bad because of Pro Tools. You know, I mean, that's like at the height of hey, yeah. look what we can do, and there's no groove. And we go back to the to the groove argument from earlier. Right. Uh, there's no groove on that record, and that's no. why that record is is terrible. We're talking about Saint Anger still. Right. Uh, but yeah, I don't. It's think, a false record. Uh, yeah, I don't think you two needs to to no. mess with it. I don't think any. Any established band really needs to try to yeah. incorporate anything. Yeah. Uh, of course, saying that you enjoyed them incorporating Kendrick, right? Lamar, in. but I mean that's not that's not an auto tune issue. Right. That's a guest that gets appearance. the kids. The kids go, oh, guess cool, man. Kendrick, <laughs> Kendrick with the number one record of the year. He's so. But let let's do this though. <laughs> <laughs> U two is not going to gain a. A single oh, no. fan. They're not because Kendrick Lamar showed up on the record. They're not going to gain a single new fan from this record no. anyway. So no. what's the what's the point of trying yeah. to pander? I mean, I, I I and here's the thing. I don't think it's pandering. That's I don't think that's the point at all. I think it's two two musical souls that are meeting at the same place hmm. within the context of a song, right? Within the context of a a, a an, an ideal of a song. It's not. It's not about. Look, you know, they're they're way beyond that now. They're right. not trying to get, you know. I would say my kid, but my kid right. doesn't listen to Kendrick Lamar, right? At all, anyway. But I mean, they're not aiming for that crowd. I don't think. I think it's just they they see, know, and respect Kendrick Lamar's stamp, and right his his musicality, his lyricism. And they invited him to be on their record, right? And he was like, "Holy crap!" He understood what U two was. About. I'll take it over. Will I am? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Any day of the week, right? But it's funny though because okay, we talk about how how kind of refreshing it is that they harken back. Yes. This is actually a band that I don't really 
I don't care I don't want about to, them uh, yeah. marketing back. I, I'm not. I'm not concerned about that. I, I always. I. But one it's, of the. One it's of the, a nice. It's a nice touch. It is a nice touch. Um, I don't like the. One of my least favorite arguments is is the person that says I like their first three records, right. and then they started to suck. Right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry the bass that this player died. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that this band that's been around for 40 years now right. doesn't sound like they did. Right. 37 years ago. They shouldn't. They should be growing and they should be moving forward. Right. And, uh, you know, with, it's that, whenever... with that, even going into the next the next episode, right. I think that they are exactly where they should be. Like like we just mentioned Metallica. Right. I think Metallica is actually exactly where they should they, be yes. musically with with the junction with the juncture in which yes. they're in. Say for the Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, not so much Slayer because that last record wasn't very good. But too much Kerry King. They're well, considering yeah. that Kerry King's all that they have left really. I mean right. Gary Holt's still gonna take a while if we give them that much time. He's saying he's ready to record. So. He's ready to write and record. So who knows? Who knows? Slayer. Second, second time we brought up Slayer in the U2 episode. The <laughs> U2 episode. There we go. All right, so Red Flag Day. I have it, it, it as is a... Is that it? A, is that the last, that one? That's an A-minus a song yeah, for me. I'll go with yeah, that. It's, it's I'll good. Go with it's that. a real good song. I wasn't quite sure on the first yeah. few listens, but I like it. Yeah. Definitely liked this past one. I, I hope that's incorporated into the set list. Fantastic. I, think it'll be I do, too. And I guess we'll see you in Nashville. Yes. All right. That's going to wrap it up for the first half of uh, Songs of Experience. Good. Some good talk i hope you got some insight i hope some uh, people out there maybe went hey maybe i'll give this record a chance hey, instead of just bad. just chalking it up to well their last record sucked oh they put that last record on my phone right oh i hate that band oh bono's done more great for the world than i'm ever gonna do <laughs> they haven't been guy. good since like the joshua tree yeah god that's that's a whole yeah. different stupid argument right out there yeah in the world so anyway I would love to hear from you, uh, the synaptic one at gmail.com. Please uh, shoot me an email. Uh, always love hearing from you. Uh, also, you can go on to, to iTunes and leave a uh, five star rating. I believe this is this is five star show right here. This is probably just six star show. I would go six star show. Yeah, there we go. Yep. The addition actually of, give the it five and then Logan, say, hey, look. I believe that if Joey Haney of Rock Strikes Ten fame, my producer was here. He would say this is a five to six star show. At least. At least. Over on iTunes. So please go uh, leave a message over there. You can also join me in the cyber world. Uh, the Synaptic Empire on Facebook. At the Synaptic Empire on Twitter. Uh, the Synaptic Empire on Instagram. Instagrams. Uh, you can also join the synapticempire.com over on uh on the internet where I will occasionally, and I do mean occasionally blog. I thought about trying to do a, uh, maybe there ends up being a, a written companion piece to this. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see what, uh, transpires if I have enough time. I barely have enough time to do these two shows. <laughs> uh, let alone the two shows I have ready to go before these two shows. So we'll, uh, we'll get to that whenever we get there. Uh, as always, I'd like to thank my cnjradio.com family for giving me this time to spend with you this week and, uh, or whenever, whenever this is that comes out, I try to be consistent, but inconsistency seems to be my strong suit. So, (laughs) (laughs) so there you have it. Check in for, uh, for episode two of the songs of experience. And, uh, we're about to record that right now. So there we have it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks for joining us. And Part we'll two coming up. We'll see you here literally in just minutes.